G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. You know, we do love to acknowledge important milestones and there is one this year that has real significance for modern missionary endeavour. Mission Aviation Fellowship or MAF Australia will be celebrating a birthday, 75 years young. And what was the dream of some World War II pilots has grown into a wonderful ministry of one aircraft in one country to over 125 aircraft serving in over 25 nations around the world. Well, let's get a little insight into the significance. Ian McDougall is the CEO of MAF in Australia. Ian's joining us. Ian, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil, and and Hello to all of your listeners out there. Ian, from what I understand, an aircraft takes off every four minutes to bring hope to remote communities around the world. It's an amazing testimony uh, that MAF has grown to the size it has. Absolutely. And it's a huge huge honour to serve so many people in remote regions of the world, but also the fact that people from around Australia are giving sacrificially to help us do it and I think that's the key thing that we're looking at and over these 75 years we've had people give two dollars right through to hundreds of thousands of dollars to keep us in the air and I think that's the exciting part but also the the people who have gone ahead of us people like the pilot Harry Hartwig who had that first aircraft which was made of timber and cloth and he he flew that and did over 300 hours of flying and just made a difference in Papua New Guinea when he started off and then moving on to the local areas of, of Arnhem Land. Just an amazing testimony that we've got that one aircraft is now over 125 aircraft. Isn't that amazing that on an anniversary year, when you hit a milestone, 75 years, you can reflect on what that first aircraft must have been like. I wonder if you've got any pilots in MAF today who'd be happy to fly that same aircraft. Actually, we do. We've had a few guys that have wanted to fly it, but we're not allowed to take it because the CASA regulation won't let us. But we also have an aircraft called BUX, which has been around since 1955, and it is still a mechanical aircraft that we fly today, albeit for show. But okay. It is still flying. But you're saying that the first one is being preserved somewhere. Is it in any sort of a museum or is there a special MAF museum somewhere in the pipeline for the future? Is there a possibility that you might be able to get that bit of history on display? We hope to one day. It's, it's in pieces. It's um, <laughs> being, being cloth and timber. Um, it's it's a lot of work to get it together. But, um, yes, there is discussion from people that that one may be rebuilt or if it's not a replica of it. As you say, we stand on the shoulders of those who've gone before and there are a lot of brave individuals who have worked very hard in those early days. And uh, to see the growth of MAF 
around the world to reach the size that it has now. Uh, there's been a lot of great stories. Uh, I'm sure there's been a lot of sad stories too. Uh, are you familiar with any of the, the sad stories? Has there been losses? I mean, you get yes, involved has, in the well, sort of ministry that you're in, you've got to be counting the cost, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Well, I was talking about Harry Hartwig earlier, and Harry lost his life. He, His wife, Margaret, um, shared the story with me that the morning, one of the mornings he got up, he uh, it, he had got in the aircraft, he was loaded and ready to go, he took off, and then he was flying through the pass. And as he went through the pass, that was the last she ever saw of him. He never came home that day. Um, the aircraft was never found. Harry was never found. But it it's that's one of our tragedies. But also, he was what, the first pilot ever. And from that, it emboldened people to say, well, Harry could do this, we can too. And it, that was there. And then going across to Nate Saint in the USA where he was martyred by the Inuit people. And and at that time, those, those Indians weren't aware of what was going on. But then most of those became Christians after that period of time. So he was actually put to death by those people in fear. But then once they get to meet some more people, they became Christian and still to this day, those villages honour and care for the families that Nate Saint had raised. So it's just an amazing story of, of hope inside the loss. You know, it always strikes a chord, doesn't it, when you hear of mission organisations who in their history have martyrs, people who have served God uh, through that particular organisation and in the circumstances they've been in, sometimes so severe that there's been loss of life or martyrs uh, for the faith. And uh, MAF, certainly a rich history too, uh, when you can tell those stories of people who've been a part of the organisation all these 75 years. And the interesting and exciting thing here, Ian, of course, is that over the 75 years, it's not been something that's been a government-supported project. This is this is believers who have not been too shy about parting with a few dollars to make this whole ministry happen. I mean, growing to all of these nations uh, and 125 aircraft, this is largely because of the very generous support of those who have been donors over all these years. Absolutely, and and we we have so many donors that are still with us I, I had the privilege of, of being in Tasmania just in in December and, and sitting with a 98 year old lady who has been a supporter since she was born her, her mother listed her as a supporter in those days and when MAF started in 1945 her mother signed her up so for 75 years she's been a donor but she's 98 years of age now and she still gives prayer and provision through her her small amount of means and I think that's the important thing to realize that people people love what we do because we're bringing hope to the remote we're sharing Jesus name wherever we go we can thank God for those who've given uh, over that 75 years to make MAF strong and uh, what it's doing today and all of the good work that you're doing and so uh, let's quickly touch on what you're doing today because there must be a bunch of new projects that you're working on or new nations that you're working in, important initiatives that you're working with. Uh, what can you identify for us, Ian, that uh, that MAF's working on right now? Yeah, well, at, right at the moment up in Timor-Leste, we ha now have, we've gone from one aircraft in Timor-Leste to two aircraft servicing 1.1 million people. And our, our core business up there is Medivacs. 
So we're flying people who need to come back into into Dili and and get to medical assistance straight away, and we are the only means to do that. So we have two aircraft serving up there now with, with two crews looking after those aircraft, and our engineers fly in from Mariba to go to to Dili on a regular basis to do the maintenance. And so that's one thing there. Up in Mariba itself, we're very excited. We've had a major donor donate 12 acres of land near the airport there. And so over the next few years, we're going to develop that land so we have a proper training centre, accommodation for our trainees, so we can train engineers and pilots that are going to go out around the world uh, to service the people who are in need, but also to keep our aircraft safe. So that's a very exciting development. That is very exciting because for listeners who might not be so familiar, you've had a base there in North Queensland in Mareeba and and I know and uh, I've stayed in even your accommodation house there in Cairns where you've got people coming in from the South Pacific Islands and Papua New Guinea and they're getting a little bit of R&R and uh, they're getting refreshed, they're getting looked after in that circumstance. But you're there, you're training people, you're sending uh, pilots and support and all sorts of people who are associated with the mission, as you say, uh, not just to our immediate vicinity around Australia but also right around the world. Yeah, and, and it's so important for us to understand that, that what we do is that we facilitate other things to happen. So if I could just take a step back, Betty Green in the USA in 1946, the first flight that MAFUS made was carrying Wycliffe Bible translators into the jungle of Mexico. And this day now, we are still flying Wycliffe people around the world. And I think that's where partnership comes from, where we facilitate and, and able, make people able to travel into places that they couldn't get to so the gospel can be shared. Uh, what a powerful testimony that you're at the helm of a ministry that is partnering with so many of those missionary organizations around the world. And oftentimes those missionary organizations wouldn't be able to do what they do without the work of MAF. That's correct, and and it, it's it's what we love to do. We partner with over two thousand organisations around the world to make a difference. There's medical groups. There's there's just teams of people. I was in in Timor Leste last year, and we were flying a group of doctors in to work with patients on islands and that makes a huge difference to their life where they can go in and see a real doctor and spend time with them and uh, and and get healing through this through what we know normally in australia as just we can go down the road or to the next village or township in our in our situation well ian it's a significant year and 75 year anniversary it is the birthday and no doubt there'll be all sorts of initiatives you've got to celebrate through the whole year when is the actual date of the 75th birthday for maf this year in in australia it's the 16th of may 2020 and we're having a gala dinner down in melbourne because that's where it, it all sort of stemmed from back in 45 years ago after the war when when the the melbourne people got together and started to form mission aviation fellowship in conjunction with new zealand the us the uk and south africa and we're having a great dinner down there we're having a lot of the alumni come down we're having 
uh, a lot of people. We're hope, praying for a lot of people to join us just to celebrate what we're doing and, and how they can spend time together and just tell stories. Uh, and that's the idea of the evening. So that's on the 16th of May, 2020. Well, Ian McDougall, no doubt we'll talk some more about this milestone, a 75th birthday this year for MAF in Australia. And I'll point people to the website maf.org.au. And as Ian was saying, over this 75 years, been fabulous people giving sometimes large donations like that parcel of land in North Queensland or smaller donations that are useful in the way that the kingdom continues to advance through the wonderful work of Mission Aviation Fellowship. So maf.org.au. Ian McDougall is the CEO of MAF in Australia. Ian, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thank you so much, Neil, and please continue to pray for what Vision Radio is doing and what MAF is doing. And thank you for being part of something bigger. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.